Welcome to the Startup CPG Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Freitag. Bonus unlocked. You're in for a treat as we've got a bonus episode. Expo East 2021 took place September 22nd through 25th at the Philadelphia Convention Center. Startup CPG founder Daniel Scharf hosted a live panel on LinkedIn debriefing the event with Jessica Rubino from the New Hope Network, John Craven from BevNet, and first-time exhibitor Sunanda Patel from Toomeebe, winner of the Startup CPG and New Hope Network booth giveaway. Listen in for how the first Expo event since 2019 unfolded and what to expect for Expo West 2022. All right. What's up, everybody? We are live here from Restream. Uh, I'm, I'm live from Miami, Florida. Uh, very excited to have some of my uh, now in real life friends. I, I hope I can call you guys after all of the time being virtual friends. But um, you know, having just come back from Expo last week, I was super pumped to get to meet, you know, John, finally, I think we've been like doing Zoom calls and clubhouses together for a while now. Um, Jessica, who I'm super excited to get to know, um, having done some cool clubhouse content with you guys also um, over the last uh, you know, six months. And Sunanda also, who uh, I was super pumped to meet um, Sunanda through one of the clubhouses with New Hope, won a booth at Expo East. It was very fun for our whole community to then see this awesome booth and check out um, the product uh, that you guys had that got amazing reviews there. And I know has been included in some of the kind of best of roundups. Um, so just remember us when you get famous. And um, so I thought maybe um, I would, I would love to just kind of go around and, um, you know, give uh, people the chance to hear a little bit about um, what you guys, what kind of experience you guys had at the show um, I think people can make comments on the live uh, stream. So if you guys have any questions or stuff you want to add, just add it in the comments here. Or let us know if you were at the show, what you liked about it, or if you missed it, what, what you wish you'd seen. Um, but I guess maybe um, I, I just thought I would start out by kind of telling you guys a little bit about my my experience of the show, um, which, you know, having, what was the last one? It was... Jessica, when was the last one again? When was the last Expo West? Oh my gosh, Expo East 2019. Crazy, two years ago. So I had never been to Expo East because I used to live in San Francisco, but I would always go to Expo West. So for me, it had been March of 19. Um, and so, I, yeah, I didn't totally know what to expect. I guess I don't know how Expo East is usually different. But um, for me, I think what I keep hearing from people is that it was a very nice space for small brands, especially, I think. Maybe, I don't know if it's the dynamics of East in general, but, or maybe because some of the bigger brands just decided not to show up for this one. But for me, this was, this show was a story of small brands that you really got to learn and hear from them. Um, I think it, you know, just wasn't quite as crazy as usual. You could really like stop by and have quality conversations with all the brands. Um, and, you know, it just it wasn't the case where you had these like, too many of the massive, uh, like, big, um, big uh, expositions from the big brands. And so it just it felt like, really, there was a lot of community there. Um, and I think, you know, in that small space for, that was created, I think for me, I just got to have tons of really high-quality interactions. So, like, you know, I think um, I, I arrived on day one, and I went straight to the Harvest Festival, uh, which was... Just magical, like a culture shock to just actually walk into like a real trade show. It's super fun. Um, I, I think you know, super impressed immediately by the safety that you guys had in place. Like they 
did check my vaccination status going into the show. Everybody was masked up in there. And I think, you know, trying to do the sampling in a really responsible way, but just, you know, felt really good. But just like stop by and had a great chat with each of the brands, and especially the ones from our startup CPG community. It was really cool to see them there. Um, and then for me, the next day was just like as soon as the floor opened, I actually snuck in a few minutes early. I don't, <laughs> no one finds out, but I started walking around and just, I mean, yeah, like super high quality conversation. So I kind of spent the first day walking that massive floor, learning about all the booths and checking out who was there. And then the next day for me was fire hunting. You know, have this new love of the organic energy drink. And so I was walking around, like looking at badges and trying to find like a, a cool way to be like, oh, hey, like, didn't you see there? Like, how oh, can I introduce myself? Um, but there were some great buyers there. And for me, they all like made time and seemed happy to have me just kind of uh, stalk them a little bit on the floor and, and say hello and just tell them a little bit about my story. You know, we didn't have a, a booth for this one, but definitely will for, for West since we'll actually have enough products. Um, there to, to have people check it out. But yeah, I mean, I had kind of impromptu, you know, 10 to 20 minute conversations with buyers who were on the floor. And then if they weren't the right category, tried to help connect me um, to who was the right category. Um, so I, that, that was just super cool. Um, but I think, you know, in general, for me, it yeah, just felt like a very um, excited audience and a lot of community that was brought to this show. Um, okay, so that's enough of me just, uh, just talking, but maybe I can pass it around a little bit. Um, so, I, John, I was especially interested to hear your perspective as somebody who I think has gone to probably tons of these shows over the years. Uh, so, yeah, any just kind of overall thoughts starting out? Like, what was your experience like, you know, for you and, and that team? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, definitely have been to do a ton of these. And I think, uh, you know... I don't know when I first started going to expos, but, uh, you know, I've seen the progression of it build up through, you know, to 2019, I guess went to it in the middle of the great recession a decade or so ago. So, but you know, this was a new one for sure. Um, and I think it, you know, it went really well. I mean, it was really great to be back and, you know, this community has such a good vibe to it, like normally. And I, I feel like this time around, like, you know, what was sort of missing, at least, you know, from those who attended was like that kind of super stress that normally comes with some of these, like everyone was just like happy to be there and happy to network with people again. And, you know, everyone wanted to be there too. So, I mean, I think just the vibe of it was, was super positive. Um, you know, I think for, for me personally, um, you know, it was really, it was really different. Um, you know, it was less about like finding all the new products and, again, just sort of seeing what's up with people. Um, you know, normally at an expo, it's like, you know, there are people that like you only see once a year and there are people that you're like, oh, I just saw you, I don't know, a month ago, it's something else. And here it's like, everybody's in the same boat. Like you haven't really seen anyone. So, you know, I felt like that side of it was like the best part and, you know, definitely would compliment New Hope on just making the whole, you know, sort of kind of check of vaccination or test like super smooth and you know it wasn't like mega lines or anything like that and everything was spaced out and you know safety definitely felt like it was there so yeah i mean awesome awesome first show back uh definitely glad the first show back wasn't expo uh west next year so uh but, so yeah, you know so kind of so like a reunion for 
for you and a lot of the people that you know from the industry. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's just like, you know, there's people who, you know, look, I mean, you can only have Zoom calls with so many people during this pandemic to like check up on them. So there's just people where you're like, you know, I don't know, like maybe I've messaged them on Instagram or something, but, you know, it's finally like a chance to be like, you know, I don't know, how was the pandemic for you? How's how's your health, your family, you know, how's business? Um, you know, it just, it had a, a much more sort of like, I don't know, natural, no pun intended feel to it than the normal, like, you know, for us, like an Expo West is like, everyone's pitching something, you know, and it's like, you get to that point where someone's like, you know, midday will ask you, well, what products have you seen? You're like, oh, man, I don't even know. Like your head's just spinning, you know? So, uh, this was definitely a good like way to do it. And, you know, it was cool. Like, you know, the events that you did, Daniel, uh, you know, especially the one on the first night where it's just like outdoors and everything felt relaxed and, um, you know, that sort of stuff felt like, I don't know, just felt much more important than it, a normal, expo show where the parties are like they're like nuts like too many people and you know again it just felt a lot more like you know i don't know sort of bittersweet to see everyone again like that and just share a drink so i appreciate you putting those on that's yeah absolutely for i mean for us it was super fun i think you know because like you know you're a pretty well connected guy in this industry and um i appreciate that point about like you know basically seeing a lot of old friends kind of at the show and being able to catch up with them um, and you know, maybe for someone like me and maybe for Sunanda, it's actually meeting a lot of people for the first time who, mm. I mean, but, you know, I think like, yeah, we've been on Zoom and Clubhouse and stuff with each other. I think in this time where we've really, we're just seeing this huge emergence of community in the space. And I mean, I think I, maybe I said this in person, but it's like, for me, it was like the first time I met a bunch of my like AOL friends when I was um, in high school. Oh, my lights are going off. There we go. Um, and so it just was kind of like, just a lot of like, oh, like you're the, oh, what's up? Like just like almost, almost disbelief, like getting to meet people who like, wa- like walking in there, I think really appreciating that community and it feeling like, oh, these are my actual friends. Like I've never met you, but we are all friends and like, we're all helping each other out. I'm, I like had like really enjoyed meeting Quan from Prickly who has been super helpful to me and my team and like, you know, just really helping us figure out some of the early stuff around e-commerce. Like, what's up, man? Like, finally, it was like uh, going to summer camp with like all new friends, but you somehow already know you're all friends already. So that was, that was super special. I, um, uh, I was just about to ask you what products you would see, but now I won't. So, you know, that's a trigger. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was definitely, you know, the sampling was, um, you know, it was interesting. Uh, very different than, again, a normal expo where you're having on every aisle, like, to dodge people with trays of things, right? And, you know, there's all the smells that I felt like I couldn't experience with my mask on. And uh, not complaining about that, but, you know, with beverages, it's sort of like... Good and bad smells, right? Well, no, I was just going to say the sampling, you know, it's a, it's a little uh, challenging sometimes when, you know, you can't exactly make a sample size of a, you know, 12 ounce can or whatever. So I feel like, um, you know, some of the sampling was just more limited and there were only kind of a few things that I, that I took, but, um, I don't know, you know, I, I guess it also felt like a, a show where, you know, at this point, most people weren't waiting for Expo to launch their product. They had kind of already done it. So for me, it was like, you know, similar to what we were just talking about, like finally getting to try those things that like, you know, I don't know, 
someone on our team maybe had sent to their house and I never got my hands on it. Um, so it wasn't exactly new stuff as much as, again, just sampling. I felt like some of the products from the past year, um, you know, I feel like I personally tried more food than beverages this time around too, but, yeah. um, all right. That makes sense. So maybe, maybe I'll come to Sunanda next and then um, back up to Jessica. So Sunanda, first time exhibitor, won the booth by um, through a content um, thing that we did on Clubhouse with New Hope, um, where we then did a booth giveaway at the end. Thank you guys so much. Um, but Sunanda, I was super impressed with just, I mean, like you would obviously put a lot of effort into making the booth really nice product really um, was shining there and, and you know, just got great reviews from everybody. I saw it was included in the write-up um, from Monica at Food Business News um, yesterday as one of uh, the startup CGP favorites also. Um, tell, tell us about it. Was this your first trade show as an attendee also, or have you been to other ones, but it was just your first one exhibiting? First time exhibiting, first trade show. Um, I planned, I was thinking about a booth. But I think for the first time, I was just going to walk around and get a sense. And I uh, won this from you guys. Thank you so much. Um, I can't tell you how great this group is. If anybody's out there and founders, please join this group. Um, and, yeah, we jumped in on the, the deep end, and it was incredible. Um, we did work. I was working like 8 to 12 a.m. for three weeks straight to get this done. Um, yeah, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but it was a great experience. That's awesome. Any, um, I saw Mike Dobbish is on our live. He said he enjoyed the beer garden. Thank you, John, for mentioning that. That, that was a super fun thing that we just kind of threw together at the last minute. So um, we and, and BevNet and, and Mike from Nutrition Capital Network I mean, now that we have this community and we have, you know, the big Slack with everybody on it, like, yeah, we should always do stuff when we go to these events because that's why we're all there and just get to all meet each other. And I just, I really noticed that. And by the time the show, like we all went to the show floor on Thursday, everybody was like walking around with their pack, meeting each other's friends. Like one guy um, that we had chatted with the night before introduced us to one up to a buyer that he knows, which made all the difference, right? Um, so that was super cool. Um, Sunanda, did you have any really interesting interactions there? Like any audiences that would be important to you or any like cool follow-ups you're excited about from the show? Yeah, we actually got a lot of interest. Um, one particularly large store, I'm not going to name it now until All right. right. Cool. Um, we'll just, okay, just don't blink if it's not going hard. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great experience just meeting buyers because during COVID, how are we really meeting everybody? And for me, it was great to see customers, people trying the product in person and seeing the reactions. It was a great way for me to really gauge, like, is my product really that good? Or, you know, but I just think that um, so I got a lot of confirmation on my product and the taste of it. And um, the, the follow-ups from the distributors and buyers was good. It was really good. That's super cool. Did you like, did you kind of experience it the way that I, I mean, I wasn't behind a booth, but was it a similar kind of experience where you felt like people really had time for you? Yeah. Um, people wanted to talk about the product, the ingredients, why I started this, um, how can they get it, where would I put it on the shelf? 
Um, we got to have a lot of discussions that normally I think, I think, that you would have after the show. All right. And why did you start it? And what is it? <laughs> Tell us again. Well, I had a super stressful corporate job and I was flying back from Florida at a monster cold and I was taking everything you could think of to get rid of it because I didn't have any downtime. And then I called my mom. So I grew up with this. This is a traditional Indian drink that I got as a kid if I had a cough cold or anything. Um, so I called my mom and I said, how do you make that turmeric water thing that we drink? And I did it and the next day I felt better. And then I thought, why should only Indians know about this? You know, I, I got to get this out for my friends and anyone else who wants to uh, get the, the health benefits of turmeric. Amazing. Yeah, I, that was one of the ingredients like a lot of people talking about at the show, actually, just in general, turmeric and health benefits of it. Um, what, are, what are the reasons that people look for turmeric again? Usually it's um, anti-inflammatory and immunity but it has a ton of cognitive um, benefits as well. All right. You can all use those. That sounds cool. Um, and maybe can you, do you have a, like a jar just so you can hold up so we can yeah. all see it? Yes. Cool. All right. You can see it or not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. To me. All right. To me, B. There we go. Cool. Um, awesome. Okay. So, Jessica, I'm very excited to uh, rope you into this part of the discussion also. So, um, I think I'm interested, first of all, like, again, thank you guys. Again, I know it wasn't easy to kind of put this on and make sure it happened. I think like all of, especially all of the brands who are really eager to kind of have their chance to connect with people, I think we're so thankful you guys were able to do it and do it in a safe way that people felt comfortable with. Um, and but also it just was a great event and it was you know, really fun and useful for so many people. And I think like, you know how, like you can't even kind of grasp all of the connections that actually end up happening at an event like that and how those kind of echo off into the future and like how much this kind of commerce it generates. So thank you guys for that. And then um, also just interested from an organizer's perspective, did it go how you thought it was though? Was it different? Was it like better? Was it how, yeah, give us your, your take now that you have had a few days to do the rest. Yes. Um, well, thank you, Daniel. Thank you for all of that feedback. And also just thank you and Startup CPG. You know, we love working with you and you brought such great energy. Um, I mentioned this on LinkedIn, but you brought incredible energy before the show and at the show and now after the show. So I'm also really excited. I don't think I knew that it was your first Expo East. And as I've expressed to you, I love Expo East so, so much. And I think that this show in particular really highlighted all of the amazing things that Expo East stands for, which really is community and those deeper connections and storytelling and, and great, rich conversations. So I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, from an organizer's perspective, I mean, we have the most incredible team at New Hope Network, and we were definitely confident that we could put on a really safe show. And that was the number one thing. And I'm, I've been really happy to hear that people did feel safe and that compliance was very, very high. People were wearing their masks. We had everything distanced. Everything really went according to plan. And that was the number one priority. But we were also confident that we could have a really good show. But I must admit, I think it really exceeded our expectations. Even. Like I got there and I just couldn't believe the energy. It was so amazing. And 
John, I think you touched on this, like people who were there really wanted to be there and they were so happy and the energy was so positive and hearing the stories of exhibitors and first time exhibitors in particular that made all of these incredible connections and really had that, that positive experience on and off the show floor, um, I think is really all that we could have asked for. So we really did find that um, attendance was strong and more importantly, the people who were there were super engaged and very active. And I think people were really able to make all of those great connections. So um, exceeded expectations and the areas that we were most focused on, I think we executed really well. So. All right. I just realized that this went out to LinkedIn with the title, uh, like an old title. So I'm just commenting on there <laughs> that this is the Expo East debrief. Okay, cool. For all of our our fans out there in the universe, this is, in fact, the Expo East debrief. I see we got a, uh, a bunch of people on. So thank you guys all very much for joining. I've just been hearing what it was like kind of from different perspectives. You know, I think really cool to have John on here from the media perspective, really interested in you know, kind of connecting with the community and um, checking out um, kind of, you know, what new stuff is out there. Sunanda um, as an exhibitor, uh, first time exhibitor also. And then Jessica, I think from the New Hope perspective, really cool um, to, to hear about that. So I, yeah, I guess like, you know, Jessica, any, any was there any like particular brand or like event or activity or piece of content that you guys did that like you'll just really take with you or really remember that stood out? I love it all, Daniel. <laughs> um, Come on. Well, okay, a couple things. Our our content, I'm the executive director of content at New Hope, so content is always near and dear to my heart. And I think that we had so many great panels and discussions. Um, we did a panel with you, Daniel, which was awesome for emerging brands and connecting emerging brands with resources and had a great networking event after our keynote on Friday, Sean Acor, was absolutely incredible. And I think any company and any individual can get some really great takeaways from him. So if you haven't seen that, all of our content is in Natural Products Expo Virtual. If you're um, signed up there and you can get any of our content from Expo, but just the companies. I mean, there were so many amazing companies. And Daniel, as you noted, a lot of emerging brands, a lot of first-time exhibitors. Our next the award winners this year, we do a, an awards program before the expos. And just the, the companies that we saw through that were absolutely amazing. So I thought the healthy beverage category was really exciting. And in particular, the non-alcoholic beverages. There are so many companies that I love. Um, Ritual Zero Proof and Mingle and... Um, Groovy were all real highlights. And then certainly the stories, the regenerative agriculture stories and, you know, mission-driven business. And I think at this show, more than ever, we were able to really tuck into those stories from brands. And then a final note is I just have never had so many companies that I've discovered through Expo that I've immediately put on my shopping list that are just because I think all of us like get a lot of samples. So we're like, okay, you know, whatever. I like seriously have bought like 10 companies since Expo and Next Year Awards. They're so good. Like the products right now are so amazing. The companies are so innovative. The execution is flawless. So I'm just really impressed, you know, in many years in the industry with what 
you know, young companies are doing right now. And um, I'm like a super fan of so many brands I was able to discover on the show floor. On Saturday, I just walked the show floor and like talked to everyone and tried everything. And that was probably a highlight for me. That's awesome. Yeah, I was, I was just smiling, remembering the panel that we did. So um, you guys were nice enough to um, co-host a panel with us there that was all about like brand building connections using community and just had some really epic people on the panel um, itself, including Chloe Sorvino from Forbes, um, Nick Ozan from Infra. It just was, it was super cool. And I think for me, the best moment was right at the beginning. Uh, we just said like, hey, if you're out here working at a startup, like, would you raise your hand? And then everybody applauded for them. And it was so energizing. And I think just, um, you know, it was, it was really special for us to just get to engage with people at this epic show um, was, yeah, just really excited about the whole thing. So, um, yeah, John, what do you, like, is that um, any, um, any, any new brands make it onto your shopping list? Anyone, any, I don't know if you're allowed to play favorites like this, but, or maybe anything you heard from your team. I know one thing that I was super pumped about was um, Ray Latif had kind of just was able to give a bunch of brands kind of a spotlight, right, at the show by doing some mm-hmm. live interviews. Um, any, yeah, any, what do you think? Yeah, no, and I, I think, you know, first I would agree with what Jessica said. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's just one of the fun parts of going to these shows, like period is, you know, we're all consumers. So it's like, you know, fun to try these products that, you know, you see in a Whole Foods or whatever retailer that, you know, you can meet the founder and, you know, try their latest and greatest, always super fun. And also would totally agree. I mean, I think we're, we're just in this, you know, golden era of, you know, startups in the natural food and beverage world, like the quality of, you know, the products is it's super high. And, you know, I think that also speaks to just, you know, just the sheer number of, you know, people that are getting into this industry. And, you know, there's really some talented folks that have made the switch over to this world. And, you know, it's it's always just, you know, fun to see that stuff uh, very far from, I suppose, kind of the farmer uh, farmer's market roots of the whole, you know, natural uh, world. So, you know, props to all the founders out there. I think, you know, in terms of um, stuff I personally tried, um, you know, I guess I'll, I'll mention a beverage, you know, really like the... Uh, Hum Kombucha, their energy product that they're doing. Um, you know, I think that's an interesting sort of segue for the kombucha set. Um, you know, outside of that, I think, you know, there were a lot of, oddly enough, kind of products in like the water space um, that had, you know, like Essentia had a new bag and box thing. And, you know, I think it's cool to see companies still trying to make, you know, better bottled water. Um, and yeah, some of the like, you know, zero proof stuff, um, you know, ritual groovy, I think, you know, you mentioned, uh, mingle as well. Um, you know, it's nice to see that segment, uh, exhibiting at, at the, uh, natural products expo. Um, definitely feel like that's, uh, an area of growth for the show and, you know, just fun to see that stuff out there and, you know, another category where it's sort of matured, you know, been around for a while, but the new products, you know, really look like, you know, professional and, um, polished. So awesome to see that. Um, otherwise, you know, I don't know. It's like, I was, I felt like a kid in a candy store trying, you know, ice cream and, and all this random stuff that I was normally somebody who'd walk an expo and, 
you know, it's like you don't want that like trade show belly sort of feeling at the end of the day. But uh, I don't know. I guess from not having walked a show in a while, it was just fun to like sample what I could. Um, John, so, let me put yeah. you on the spot with a question. Do you think sure. because well, you guys are called BevNet, but you do a bunch of other food stuff also, right? Not mm-hmm. just beverage. Do you think that there's been more innovation in food or beverage in the last, you know, 5, 10, 15 years? And why do you think that might be? Um, well, I guess I'm a beverage guy at heart. So, I mean, I think, you know, the innovation that comes in beverage, um, you know, is certainly driven. And, and I think this is the same for food. So I'm kind of giving you a half answer to this question here. But... You know, I think at the end of the day, like entrepreneurs, like, you know, you kind of get into this because of, you know, like Sunanda, some, you know, personal life story type thing. Or in some cases, someone, you know, sees an opportunity out there where the consumer is going to, you know, change or looking for something that's not presently out there. And, you know, I think in the beverage industry, you know, we're on this multi-decade shift away from like these legacy, you know, sugary beverages. Right. And there's still billions of dollars out there tied up in those brands that I think, you know, are there. I don't know if ripe for the picking is the right word, but I do think that, you know, that's something that's going to continue to be, you know, an evolution, you know, for the certainly another decade um, until all of those legacy brands have had a replacement. Um, you know, I think you're going to find entrepreneurs and, you know, investors that want to fund their ideas and, you know, on the food side of things, I think it's it's different. You know, there are just so many more products like beverage. It's like, I don't know, everyone's fighting for space and, I don't know, a handful of coolers that are in a store. And then there's the rest of the store, right? So I think, you know, people have found opportunities to, like, unseat these legacy brands with something better for you or maybe even to provide at this point, like, the next iteration of, you know, some other kind of natural, you know, some brand that was an all-star like a decade ago, you know, maybe unseat them with some new approach, a functional approach or whatever it is. So uh, point ultimately being, you know, plenty of opportunity in all of these spaces. I think we're still at that point where, you know, it, there's, there's lots of potential ahead, you know, far from plateauing or, or any of that. So hopefully that's, that's a good answer. Oh, for sure. It's super interesting to just think through it. I think I'm just kind of like reflecting on like, in what other industry does a product just come out and then sit for like decades and it still sells and people are just okay with that? Like, if, what if we were all still using the same like Macintosh, the first one that came out? Like, I, I think you just like, I mean, seeing all of the technology and innovation that's coming, it just like, yeah, people should expect that those products have like, evolve and get better but they don't really they just have the same like you know in beverage the same super high sugary artificial qualities and kind of don't innovate themselves so anyways just interesting to hear your perspective on that um sunanda any any more any thoughts from you on that topic of like just innovation in food and beverage and anything you're excited about i saw a lot of clean products and community is a very clean product we use real food ingredients and I saw a lot of that out there and that's exciting because uh, I'm a big follower of Food Fave and all the others where I've been learning about the detriments of preservatives and chemicals and sugars um, so that was really I'm excited about that because it's how I eat and it's good to see more products that going to fit into my diet amazing cool um, 
Cool. Why don't I mean any other any other comments from you guys? Any other any closing thoughts, Jessica or anyone else? Um, well, I I guess I I just sort of like to throw in it was you know I know uh, New Hope dealt with a lot of you know backlash or whatever you want to call it like particularly on LinkedIn about you know the show going on and it was it was really great to see that sort of turning point where, you know, the week of the show, it, it was like, I don't know, I don't know which day it was, but it was like, there was one day I opened like LinkedIn and it was like, man, it was just like a throwback to the old days of everyone posting, like, here's our new thing or just got to Philadelphia. Like that was great. I mean, I definitely hope that some people who decided not to go or thought it wasn't worth it, feel some FOMO because it was definitely, you know, time well spent. So, um, and, you know, hopefully we're in, you know, fingers crossed, uh, good, you know, a good spot for Expo West uh, 2022. Um, <laughs> looking, definitely looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you saying that, John. I sort of feel the same way. I think people like um, also often think about New Hope as like a faceless corporation that like runs this big thing. We're like, no, this like, yeah, it's Jessica and it's Carlotta and Elliot. And like, they're, they're trying to do this for us so that we can all go to the dance that we're eager to go to in a, in a safe way. So I, I appreciate that as well. And I um, appreciate just kind of how you guys um, stayed on course through all of it. And, and like, what's going to happen with Expo West? Is this just going to be like insane? Everybody, I mean, <laughs> How that everyone's seen like how the how well the show can go and just like has been holding up two years of ammo. Is it like, yeah. what are we what should we be expecting? Yes. Well, I do have a few a few thoughts on that. And John, thank you um for your words. It was definitely yeah, it was quite the journey getting to the point of, you know, the past eighteen months and having our virtual platform, like all of us. Um, really navigating that world and then getting back to being able to have something in person. And one of the things that I'll note on that is there were, I mean, there was a lot of feedback, a lot of different conversations, a lot of voices, positive and negative. And it was just really important for us to listen to all of that, even if it's hard sometimes and, and just make sure that we were really present when it came to all those conversations leading up to. So then getting there and having it be this really like heartfelt celebration and having it be positive for so many people really did a lot to us. So um, I, I really want to just recognize that we appreciate those voices. And for West, of course, we're so freaking excited and we know that our community is so, so excited. And outside of just the fact that it's going to be an awesome show and we know that there's going to be a ton of great people there, um, I'm really excited just about the future of what we're doing with virtual and in person and how these worlds are coming together to just create like really tailored experiences for everyone, whatever their comfort level is, wherever you know, they're choosing to tune in from. And so I'm just excited about this, like, global community that we're bringing together in all new ways, which I think is really, really cool. And one final note that I just think is, like, our industry is so amazing and so collaborative and the community is so strong that I think Expo East, you know, really made us realize that once again and kind of reminded us of, of everything that this industry stands for. And I wanted to just quickly tie that to the innovation conversation because, 
you know, I think innovation takes many shapes and forms, but for me, true innovation is solving real problems in the world. And the fact that we have this really vibrant community of people that want to support each other and support each other in that innovation um, process, I just think is really exciting because we can see that our innovation actually means something. And Expo East and Expo West is where that really comes together. And we can highlight all the great work that we're doing as an industry. So for me, that's the best thing we can do is, you know, at New Hope act as a unifying force for the natural products industry and for all of these amazing, innovative, problem-solving minds and people that we bring together. So um, those would be my thoughts, but yeah, we're really excited for March and I can't wait to see everyone in person again. Me too. All right. Another reunion. Well, I'm super excited to see everyone there. Thank you guys uh, very much for joining. Really cool to hear your guys' perspectives and, you know, in addition to the kind of roundups that we're seeing coming out from um, a couple of different publications, just super cool to check in now that we're all a few days past the show um, and hear about your experiences. So thank you guys so much for joining me. We still, even though I mistitled it on the LinkedIn Live, we actually had a bunch of people watching this whole time. So um, thank all of you guys for tuning in. And um, Anne, thank you for your comment that you're very hopeful for the future and, and got some value out of this. I hope everybody else did too. See you guys all. See you guys in Anaheim. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. This Startup CPG podcast is executive produced by me, Jesse Freitag. Theme music is by the Super Fantastics. We'd love to have you join our community of founders and experts. Get the invite at startupcpg.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. It's the easiest way to help us grow our community. See you next time.